Okay, so I've seen a lot of questions lately about guesting to be on someone else's podcast. And this has actually opened up so many more questions that I didn't know the community had. I think that I thought, well, I've had these questions, but that's because I teach podcasting. Uh, No, Crystal, you are 100% wrong. I actually need to talk about all these things because I teach podcasting. And I've had those thoughts, which I'm sure you have as well, which is, you know, maybe I should be a guest on other people's podcasts in order to grow my reach and to expand to new audiences, and just to get my message out there more. So that is exactly what this episode today is all about. And because I have only been a guest on a few podcasts, I brought in an expert who, I'm not even going to tell you the number because it's like a spoiler, has been on a ton of podcasts or has been has pitched to a ton of podcasts, and I can't wait to tell you the number. Oh my gosh, because it will blow your mind how many she has pitched in 30 days. So let's get right to it because today's interview is amazing. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to start, launch, and market their podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Because if you've been thinking about creating a podcast for a while, well, I'm so glad you found this show. Think of this as the shortcut slash time-saving version of searching Google and YouTube for hours and hours trying to figure out the world of podcasting. Trust me, as a busy mama of three, I get it. You don't have a lot of time to be spent or wasted, I should say, searching the web, trying to find all the right ideas and all the amazing things that are out there and you just end up overwhelmed. Trust me, I've been there, done that, took home the souvenir. But this podcast is going to help you in practical ways because twice a week we'll be delivering episodes that are going to give you steps to help you create a podcast your audience can't wait to listen to. So let's get right to it, shall we? Have you been wanting to start a podcast? You've been thinking about it. It feels right. You just know this is the next thing that my business needs. Well, I encourage you to sign up for my five-day podcast bootcamp. This is a thing that you've been looking for. It is a five-day video series where I walk you through exactly how to start, launch, and market your podcast, and I throw in some more information about planning strategies and being consistent and how you can make the most out of your podcast from day one. So sign up for our five-day Create Your Podcast Bootcamp at crystalprofit.com slash podcast bootcamp. And do it already. You know that you've been wanting to, so just bite the bullet and join us. As we're talking about all things podcasting, I wanted to take a second and tell you about my digital course, Profit Podcasting, because the doors are opening at the end of August for just a short period of time. And if you listen to a few podcast episodes or you've enjoyed any of the content that I put out on social media, then you're going to love this course. I walk you through everything you need to know in order to start, launch, and market your podcast in, get this, 30 days. 
So if you want to be the first to know when the doors open again on August 30th, go to crystalprofit.com slash podcast course to join the wait list. And if you're listening to this way after it has aired, then you can still join the wait list and be notified to whenever the doors open any other time of year. But now I want to tell you all about today's guest because, oh my gosh, y'all, this is such an amazing interview. I feel so blessed to have met today's guest through a online course that I'm taking with tons of other super talented entrepreneurs and um, I'm speaking with May Kay Sang and she actually, I knew that she had just recently started a podcast, but y'all, I did not know all of the behind the scene things that she has worked on in the past few years and then in the past few months. Like it totally blew my mind and she messaged me and we were talking about how in a line and everything that our businesses are, but not only that, but how geeked out like we both get when we start talking about podcasting. Like it's pretty ridiculous. So (laughs) we had so much fun before this interview, during this interview, and after this interview because we're planning some behind the scene things that May Kay mentions just at the end of our interview. And um, we're definitely not giving away too many details, but just be on the lookout for those. Those are going to be coming up in the next few weeks. But May Kay Sang is a launch strategist, copywriter, podcast host, and a coach who helps purpose-driven entrepreneurs build their authority in business and discover their brand DNA so that they can thrive when they launch their signature courses. Y'all, we had so much fun during this interview. There is just everything under the sun. There's laughing. There's a little bit like of embarrassing moments. And there's even talk about dancing to Megan Trainer. So you'll have to tune in to see everything that we talk about. But here is my interview with May Kay Sang. All right, Profit Podcast. I am so excited to bring to you one of my brand new best friends. Like I just, I'm in love with this woman and everything that she has to share about podcasting. Let me introduce you to May Kay Sang. Welcome to the show. Hey, Crystal. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And I'm going to second that. Yeah, new bestie. (laughs) Yes. So a little backstory on us. We both signed up for Amy Porterfield's B-School, or actually it's Marie Forleo, uh, her B-School under Amy Porterfield. And (laughs) we have just become new best friends because we love podcasting so, so much. So May Kay, can you give us a little background on what it is that you do and kind of how you got to where you're doing or what you're doing today? (laughs) Yeah, I'd love to. So I'm a launch strategist and conversion copywriter, which means that I'm literally at the front lines with my clients when they are launching their own online courses or group programs. And so I, you know, write all of the copy and I help to strategize the entire thing because launches have a lot of moving pieces. So it's my job to wrangle it all up and to make sure it's as streamlined and stress-free as possible. And this new area that I am so obsessed with 
about guesting on podcasts, that actually came about from my own challenge and actually from seeing a need in the market. So basically, I saw in the launch space that there are a lot of people whose launches, they flop. And it's not because their offers aren't good. It's not because their copy isn't good even. But it's because they just don't have enough quality eyeballs, in other words, a good audience, that actually are interested in their brand and in their offer. So I was helping a client of mine um, because she's launching um, her own offers. And I just I just said in passing one day, I was like, hmm, maybe you could guest on more podcasts uh, just to get your launch out there so that there's some people waiting at the gate when the cart's ready to open. And then I thought, hang on a second, I can't be recommending this to my client without doing it myself first. So um, I actually set myself a challenge to reach out to slash pitch to 101 podcast hosts in 31 days. And that is how I've quickly become, well, I like to say anyway, an expert because I've actually gone in the trenches and done it. And I've got so many gems that I want to be able to share with you, your audience today, Crystal. So I'm just sitting here like that blows my mind and makes me so nervous. Like you said, 101 in 30 days. And I just like, I tensed up like all over my body because I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I've only been on a few other podcasts and I just can't even imagine everything that went into that. So I have a few questions about that. One, what made you pick 101? Why not just 30 in 30 days? Why did you go so big with your goal? Oh yeah. Well, basically my mentor, she, um, she helped me to, uh, you know, set this challenge in a way just from her own example. So she did 30 podcasts in 30 days and I thought, Hmm, okay, that sounds good. And so that was kind of like her hook in some of her own pitches when she pitched to business podcasts who would value this sort of topic. And I thought, "Mm, but I'm really the type of person to go, go big or go home sort of thing. And also because I really thrive on challenges. I've, Um, I actually won a mentorship once when I went all in for a challenge for seven days of overcoming your fears. And it was in a community of 10,000 people active. (laughs) And um, I managed to um, win the grand prize, which is to work with the founder as a mentor for a year. And so I really thrive on like just going all in when you're, if you're going to do something, do it properly. You know, that's just my way of doing it. And so I thought, okay, 30, I want to go bigger. So I picked 100, actually, just for the triple digits. And then my friends um, in the fellow accountability group, they're just like, why don't you just make 101 just because? And I was like, well, 101 Dalmatians work, so why not? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's how I picked 101. It's just from, yeah, just wanting to go big. Um, oh my gosh. That's so admirable too. I mean, cause that is, that is a big audacious goal. And so you were, did, so did you meet your goal? Did you get all 101 in 30 days? Did it take you a little bit longer or did you, did you knock it out in 21 days? Like how did that, how did that work for you? Well, actually, um, at the time of this recording, when this episode is going to be released, I will definitely be finished. But as I'm speaking with you right now, Crystal, I've got just a couple more to go. I have to be honest that at one point I did reach a a wall and I know why that was. Um, like we can go into that now or we can go into it later. Yeah, you. sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. So um, as I know that some reactions to that number is like, whoa, that's amazing. And on the flip side, I also know it's like, oh, but you know, 101. So you obviously just care about the quantity, not the quality. And I will say that 
my the wall came up when I felt myself dripping uh, I felt myself drifting into only caring about the numbers and I stopped myself from pitching with that energy because up until that point I was about three quarters away through my goal um you know of reaching 101 but every single pitch was personalized they were not canned I went through you know, their websites, their social media profiles, their podcast descriptions, just to understand their audience, to understand what the host is all about, their brand values. That takes time to do that. And so each of them um, had that um, personalization. Um, And then, you know, it does take time. So that's why it also kind of burnt me out a little bit. So it was definitely an audacious goal. But I did feel myself only caring about a number at one point. And then I was like, no, no, no. Okay, do not pitch with this energy because other people are going to feel that. And I want them to feel special when they hear from me. And so that's why I proactively stopped myself and gave myself a break um, to take a step back and just um, just refocus on what was important. So at the beginning of this whole challenge, I did set an intention just in case I ever lost my why or ever lost um, you know the real reason why I was doing this it wasn't about hitting 101 that's just a hook to say to people but it was all about just showing up in a bigger way being super intentional being on purpose with being able to reach more people that was the real goal the 101 is just a hook (laughs) that people are interested in more (laughs) yeah so that's what happened well that's awesome well I um I just I had a question so you're sitting here you know thinking about what you were telling your clients to do, right? You're saying, I want you to go do this on, um, you know, other podcasts. I want you to get on as many as you can. So my question is why podcast, why not blog post or try to do, you know, a Facebook live or try to do something like that. What was the key, uh, for podcasting? Mm, Great question. And well, first of all, I have to say that four of my mentors sequentially (laughs) said to me, guest on podcasts (laughs) when I asked them oh how can I grow and how can I because I felt that my referral uh, my referral well was kind of running dry because up until that point in my business I was kind of relying a little bit too much on referrals and I realized that I just had the same network because I wasn't growing it so I thought okay I really need to show up in a bigger way and also I actually shifted to podcasting myself, like having my own podcast. And the reason why is because I found that um, while I'm actually very comfortable on video because I did, you know, I had a YouTube channel and I was fine with Facebook lives. I've done over a hundred of them in my, in my work in the past couple of years. And so I thought video was the thing um, because, you know, it's audio and visual, but my ICA, my ideal customer avatar they don't have time to watch a half an hour video. They, they're busy people. And even myself, I don't sit and watch half an hour videos if they're right. free most of the time. Uh, like I watch online courses because I bought them. But, um, but yeah, I found that podcasting is a medium that fits into your day. You don't, you don't create space for it um, like you would for a video or a blog when you kind of need to stop to consume it. But with podcasting, you know, um, I, I listen to podcasts all the time when I cook, when I clean, when I go on walks. And also it's a very intimate experience. And that is what I'm tapping into because when people have listened to you for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour, they have some level of trust in you that you've accelerated within that small time frame. And so even if it doesn't bring like a thousand new leads after someone listens to your episode, they will bring you very quality leads. And that is who you want. You want to focus on quality, not quantity. So that's why I've focused um, primarily on 
um, guesting on podcasts in order to bring quality leads into my clients' businesses and now my own. <laughs> yes, I, I think that's so great. And um, what you said about it being an intimate experience, that's actually one of the reasons why I fell in love with podcasting as a consumer of podcast over five or six years ago. I would listen and I would hear their voice and think, oh my gosh, if I saw them on the street, I would do that ridiculous thing where you run up to someone, you're like, I feel like I know you, you know, because <laughs> yeah, for their voice week after week, you know, for sometimes years on end mm -hmm. and you're just like, oh my gosh, I feel like I know this person. So we totally have that in common. And that's what I love about podcasting and such an amazing platform. So thank you so much for sharing that. But Okay. So here's my question that I have for you because you've had over 101 bookings that you've been working on and everything. And I'm sure that there's been some bad experiences <laughs> along the way. We always share the good stuff, but I want to know, can you give me an example of any bad interviews or any bad situations that you can kind of warn our audience about? Because I'm encouraging them to guest on other people's podcasts. So what are some things that we can kind of look out for? Mm, yeah. I mean, even if everything seems right, um, you know, just on people's websites, it sounds perfect. Even their podcasts are, oh yeah, this is good. But the actual experience not so much um, because because at the end of the day, the quality of the interview is going to depend on the relationship that you have with the host. And it me it's kind of like how you're able to build rapport. I mean, before we jumped on our call, Crystal, like we, we chatted for like half an hour and it just flew yes. by. It was amazing. So we have good synergy like on this um, episode right now, but that wasn't always the case for me uh, when I jumped on some, um, yes, on another interview called for a podcast and I just didn't feel that great about it afterwards and when you don't feel that great then you, you don't really want to share it at the end like I still do because it's um you know that person has given me an opportunity to be on their podcast but that's why um for my for my clients because I actually helped that very same client um who um you know I gave her that suggestion like oh yeah you should pitch on podcast I actually shared my strategy with her and we worked on her pitches we worked on seven pitches she sent out seven in one day she got two immediate yeses and some are still pending and like and one of them was like her favorite podcast of all time but that's the thing like we were very intentional with who we reached out to so to prevent as much as possible um this possibility of having a bad interview experience um you really need to vet the people that you are reaching out to because no podcast host is perfect no, no guest is perfect right but you need to find some sort of common line where you do agree on certain things because if you if you say something that is kind of against their brand value then they're not going to feel great about it either so right. you really need to be super intentional and on purpose with who you are pitching to if you want to guest on someone's podcast Oh my gosh. That's such like that. If I'm going to say what she just said in my own words, because that is gold. So basically Maggie just said, don't pitch to people that you don't need to be pitching to. Like that is the, <laughs> that's the moral of the story because I see a lot of this all the time is people are like, Oh, well they have millions of downloads or they have thousands of downloads every month. I'm just going to pitch to them. And I mean, and tell me if I'm wrong here, but, um, do you suggest to your clients, like go after the audience and not necessarily the show, right? Because that is where you want to see the synergy. Am, am, am I right in assuming yeah, that? Definitely. You're spot on because at the end of the day, 
you really need to be pitching to podcasts who have an audience that are your ideal listeners, your ideal, your ideal customer at the end of the day, because even if you go for a really reputable podcast and if they accept your pitch, even it's not going to make any sense for your business. If it's not in alignment with what you do. So if you're talking about a topic that is just so not in alignment with your products or services, it's not going to bring business to you. And then you right. kind of just been on a podcast. It's, it's a good ego stroke. I'm not going to lie, right. <laughs> um, but it's not going to do anything for your business and if you are if you're adding this um to your marketing plan to be able to you know expand your reach to grow your list build connections do it with purpose you know and uh, that's something that i've learned the you know the hard way <laughs> right you know there are some people that i've met and some of my own experiences when i realized that aha nothing really came of that so um and there are some that have been super like whoa <laughs> like I've got some immediate leads and actually um what what I don't um what I didn't realize is something that I happily learn on the way is that I only focused on the ideal um on their listeners but I totally forgot about the potential for actually working with the host right. and that's actually what happened to me like one of the hosts wound up hiring me because um after after we had our like hour conversation on the podcast uh when he was looking for work on something um to do with copywriting i just commented on the post he dm'd me immediately i was like hey i didn't know you did this and i was like yeah i do and he just you know paid straight away it was a great collaboration great result yeah so that is also what can happen so don't forget about the host as well <laughs> yes yes i think that's great because um i've had several interactions with guests on my podcast that, you know, they circle back around months later and they're like, Hey, but like, this is a great opportunity for us to work together again. So I love that you mentioned that because it's, you just never know, you never yeah. know who knows who, or, you know, what will come about in the future. And I just, I can't encourage people enough to guest on other people's podcasts. Cause it's just, it's fun, but I actually, and in speaking about going on someone else's show, do you still get nervous? Like, this is something I want to ask about, like you personally, because I've had times where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to throw up. Like it was a, <laughs> it's a big, you know, deal. And I'm just like, oh my, like my hands are all sweaty and I'm nervous. But then once I start talking, like it's okay, but I'm talking mm -hmm. about minutes leading up to guesting mm -hmm. on someone's show. Like, tell me about your experience with that. Yeah. So, um, I've actually have training in public speaking, so I kind of used up a, a similar routine. So my mentor who taught me public speaking, he told us to have like a little ramp up routine, the things that will get us amped up to get the unnecessary nervous energy out of our bodies, uh, before we jump on stage. So I just adapted this to, cause I'm in an office. I'm not about to jump on stage. Right. So, right. <laughs> um, so first of all, what you want to do is to make sure that everything is set up. If there are people in the house or the, your apartment wherever you are if there are people tell them to be quiet with respect <laughs> um so I, I tell i tell my partner all the time like, i'm about to jump on a podcast if you could just keep it um you know quiet please and just to save on some bandwidth so please pick one device for the internet because we had some internet struggles <laughs> recently <laughs> um and you know it's just you know be honest uh with uh, your family or your partner or your friends whoever you're living with just you know just be honest that, and just say that you need their help um, with this and it's super important to you so that is to prevent that worry 
um, you know, if someone's going to suddenly burst in the room. Um, so that, that's one thing. So you don't want that worry at the back of your head. So just let people know, have some water with you as well. And, you know, open the window if you can make sure your mic is set up. And this is what I have to say, like, please have a professional mic if you can, <laughs> because, um, there are some hosts who have turned guests away, even if they have the perfect pitch, they turn them away because they don't have a professional mic. So I just want to put it out there to prevent any, um, any disappointment if you've got the pitch and then suddenly they say no because of the audio quality. So that's another thing. But I'll tell you something that I have not shared openly before. <laughs> <laughs> so my ramp up routine, it consists of jumping around the room, crazy arms and just like doing booty pops and um you know body body curls everything like that just to get into the groove and i i do have a song that immediately amps me up so my song is all about that bass by megan trainer yes this is awesome it has so much status like <laughs> and because um you know i'm not really known to be a very sassy person i don't think so um, this is probably like a little bit of an underground secret of mine, but I love singing with sass um, to that song. And it makes me just feel super confident and super good. Um, so I yeah, get all the unnecessary energy out and I put good energy in by playing a feel good song. And that's my song personally. And when we're about to um, jump on the call, um, I, then I'm able to rock it. So that really helps and also just being super organized with your notes so i actually i can show crystal but for those who are listening to this <laughs> you won't be able to see this but i'm showing crystal that i have a little notebook that actually details um, my my key topics so i literally have a brainstorm of um the core topics and i just um because the conversation can sway to certain processes that I have in my business for how I serve my clients. So I just have them on hand, just in case I need anything. And if I am promoting a freebie, so a lead magnet on the show, then I will also have that digit, um, digitally um, up on my screen because you don't share screens when you're podcast interviewing. Uh, I have it up on my screen just to make sure I don't miss anything, to make sure it's super relevant, and then it's just going to need lead to a natural call to action. So that is my whole process um, before I jump on a call. So yeah. Well, that's so good because you know, as podcast host, we often think about you know because I have the same thing. Like I have my notes pulled up of all the questions and the key things that I want to hit on. But as being a guest, I wouldn't have actually thought of doing that. Like have everything, you know, if you have like a framework of something that you're going to talk about, like have all of your points out there that way you, you know, you don't miss anything because you want, I mean, you're there to add value to someone else's show. So you want to do it in a way that works really well for them. And you don't feel like you're kind of stumbling. Like I would feel like, you know, if you're trying to get something out, you're kind of stumbling over, oh, I forgot this. Wait, let me go back to that. So it just makes you seem more professional doing it that exactly. way. And then you got to throw in all about that face. Like <laughs> I'm going to add that to my playlist <laughs> because that is such a good song. And I love, so that is an exclusive for the profit podcast. We just found out like the behind the scenes of everything you got to do. And you got to turn on all about that face to, in order to get ready for guesting on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's the that's the underground secret. That's like just the gem of this episode. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, well, speaking of someone who's getting ready to go, like maybe this is their very first, you know, they've pitched someone, someone has said yes. 
what's the best advice that you would want to tell someone before they ever, you know, get on a call? Like, you, you know, you spoke about being organized. Like, what is something else that is like just the best way that they can be prepared before they actually, the host hits record or they even get on the call? Mm. So definitely listen to at least one episode <laughs> of their podcast um, because I've had people reach out to me now that they know that I help people to guest on podcasts. Um, they, uh, an objection, I guess you would say, is I can't justify the amount of time it takes for me to uh, write a pitch because, you know, listening to like three episodes beforehand, I'm like, you don't have to do that. <laughs> I mean, I, for some I have, for the, for the really um, big ones, I feel like I would have needed an extra boost. I, I did do that because um, some of them, especially the more experienced podcasters, they do really value um, when you've listened to an episode and you reference it in your pitch. But um, I didn't listen to like three episodes for every single pitch that would take me forever <laughs> and I definitely wouldn't have finished it in 30 days but um yeah so definitely listen to at least one episode so that you can understand how the host actually speaks what kind of questions they ask their um their previous guests um that's a really good way to really understand how the host is going to treat you as a guest as well and I still scour their website and their social media beforehand just to have some rapport to build up at the beginning because very rarely in fact I don't think I've ever jumped on a call and then they immediately hit record you you know you just have some time to speak about the episode um what you guys are going to talk about setting expectations when the episode is going to air you'll talk about that stuff already so it's nice to have that common ground so find something on their website or their social media that you can relate to and um it'll just it'll just set the really good tone for you so one of my one of the hosts that I spoke to um she spoke about my pitch on the actual interview and <laughs> she said that the thing she loved most about my pitch wasn't about the yes you know the value and, and the you know I've listened to a podcast but she loved my PPS section where I said oh speaking of voices because um, I gave her the link to my podcast so she can hear my voice. Um, but in the PPS section, I said, oh, and speaking of voices, if we do have the opportunity to chat, I will demonstrate my signature Lilo and Stitch Stitch voice, and I'll <laughs> say anything you want. And so pretty much when we jumped on the call, she's like, okay, please, please show me. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh my gosh. Add personality to it. You know, it's, I think that's what's going to help to ease the nerves when you feel that you can really get along with this person. It's been very, um, I'd say one, one time out of 10, have I felt a little bit nervous or uncomfortable when getting on the call, but nine times out of 10, I felt super comfortable because of the personalization I put into their pitch. And I just follow up on those personal touches um, when I get on the call and it just makes things a lot more easier, I found. So that's what I would say. Well, I think that's so great. And, and, you know, especially what you said about, it's just about being memorable, you know, because if you are pitching, especially the large shows, you know, that they're probably getting thousands of pitches a month, mm -hmm. how can you stand out? How can you give it that little personal touch where they're like, wait, what is that person? But Lilo and Stitch, what is she talking about? Like, I, I got to ask her about this. I want to yeah. know what that's all about. And it's just that it's personalization. It's being memorable. And it's really just kind of putting yourself out there. You know, that's all you can do at the end of the day. So with all of these pitches that you've done, I'm sure that you've 
had some rejection. Mm-hmm. So yeah. can you tell us how, how do you handle rejection when that comes your way? So, um, there was one host in particular that I was a bit confused at first, but then I really understood. So basically you will never really know if you're a good fit for a podcast. You you can have a lot of factors to take into account. Sure. But basically um, I look at someone's podcast description and I look at their website just to get an idea of who their ideal listener is because podcast statistics are not public for us to see. So we can only really gauge from the reviews and the description and their website. And there was one podcast I did pitch to and I'm not going to name the name because I'm not about that. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, let's just say um, in the title, it said cool entrepreneurs. And I thought, hmm, I guess I could be cool. <laughs> um, you know, and then I kind of um, in the pitch, I've, you know, emphasized on the cool since that's the theme of the podcast. And then I got a response saying, like, yes, you're definitely cool. But I have a list of 50 guests pending to come onto the podcast and they all have at least 300 employees in their business and I'm like okay I can understand why it's not a good fit um and I and I I was kicking myself a little bit I was like did I miss that detail somewhere and then I did look at the website and everything like that and actually that's not mentioned so I couldn't have really helped that so um I just learned not to take it too personally because you know when we pitch ourselves of course we attach our a bit of our worth to it but it's just in the nicest way possible. It is a numbers game. You are going to get no's more often. You'll get more no's and yeses. But let me tell you, you'll get nothing but no's if you just, if you don't try at all. So, um, and when you land on the right podcast and you make the right connection, even if it was just one yes out of a hundred, that's going to matter to you. And you're going to remember those moments more and just use them as an opportunity for you to test of what you could have done, what else you could have put in there because you've added more value, more relevancy because yes, personalization is important. And by that, I mean, you actually say their name in the pitch because I got a pitch that was like, hi, comma. (laughs) Um, So this is when someone was pitching to go onto my podcast and Mm -hmm. no personalization, no reference of the name of my podcast whatsoever, completely the wrong topic. It wasn't even the person, it was their VA. And um, which is fine if it was their VA, but there's no relevancy there. So there's no personalization or relevancy, um, but you want to definitely hit both because personalization is how you get them hooked. Like you, you give some insight of information. One time I wrote, hi, so-and-so. I'm a fe- My name is Meike. I'm a fellow podcaster and a, an exploding kitten enthusiast. And by the way, that's not animal cruelty. It is a card game. <laughs> so let me just say that I love kittens. I love cats. I'm an absolute cat lady to be. Um, but um, this, this, uh, this host, um, he played the card game, um, exploding kittens. And I knew that was insider's information. So yeah. that personalization got the hook. But at the end of the day, they're going to accept your pitch, not just because of that. It's also because of the value that you're putting in that pitch, meaning you actually suggest topics for them to, um, you know, rift on for you for a good episode. And it needs to be relevant to their audience and the kind of topics that they already talk about. So that's what I would say. Um, Whenever I thought, whenever I got rejection, uh, which is, to be honest, I didn't actually get that many rejections. There are lots of them that just didn't respond. And I just need to follow up on them. Um, but there's only five out of the lot so far that I've gotten a hard no for. Um, and I was like, mm, okay, well, in that regard, I actually got more yeses. The, the biggest statistic is the pending. <laughs> so 
some just don't respond and I just don't, I'm like, well, you know, maybe it wasn't a good time. I'll follow up later. <laughs> right. Well, that's like, oh my gosh, like there was just so many nuggets of wisdom in there. So I'm going to have to go back and I'm going to actually put these in the show notes because there were so many great takeaways that you just gave, um, about, you know, just don't take it personally. Like just, just keep going. And, and it actually just like clicked for me that the more you have this goal, you know, you had a hundred, what if you had just said five and Mm. you sent out just five, you know, requests to be on someone's podcast and you got all no's. I mean, how defeating it would be, but you know, in setting such a high goal for yourself, you're just kind of like, I'm just, I don't even have time to be sad about getting rejected because I got to get my (laughs) other ones out. You know, like, I think that like, that just really painted such a picture for me that that's beautiful to say, it's just a numbers game. Just put it out there and see what happens. So I yeah. think it's awesome. It's, it's just like sales, you know, um, <laughs> you, there's going to be a yes at some point and you're going to have to get through a lot of no's in order to get it. Um, but I think I was just pleasantly surprised of the number of yeses I actually got. Um, I got a yes, actually one in every three pitches I sent. And I, and I know it's because of the personalization and relevancy. So as long as those are the forefront of your intention, when you write a pitch to someone, they are going to really appreciate it because you wouldn't believe how low the bar is for a good pitch. (laughs) Um, I actually pitched to a, a podcast host. She was previously in PR and she told me, this is one of the most amazing pitches I've ever seen. I actually want to give you a hug. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I'm like, like, who thanks you for a pitch like that? You know? Well, (laughs) that just means everybody listen up. That just means Maykay is the one that you need to listen to when it comes to pitching because she doesn't get many rejections and people want to hug her whenever they're done with the pitch. So, (laughs) well, I want to get all into where people can learn more about you. But first I have a few rapid fire questions that I want to ask you. Oh, okay. Bring it on. Okay. I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. The first one is, do you consider yourself a perfectionist? Recovering. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I totally get it. That's right. That's the camp that I'm in too. So yeah. Okay. Who would your dream podcast guest be? Someone to be on your podcast that you could interview and ask whatever questions you want. Oh, it has to be Amy Porterfield. (laughs) She would be so awesome to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what's one piece of advice you would like to give to a brand new podcaster? Like that is majority of our audience. They're listening and they're in the stages of either starting launching or they've launched and they're just not marketing. What's one piece of advice you'd like to give to them? Ooh, I'm definitely going to echo the words of Jim Carrey. Um, so this is the quote that I literally live by and I'm trying my best not to butcher it. I, I, <laughs> I used to have it right in front of me in my office, but I don't have it anymore. Um, oh, okay. Wait for it. <laughs> um, you can always fail at the things you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Oh, I love that. That's and, awesome. That's awesome. And I love Jim Carrey. Come on. Like he, yeah, like, he, he has a great like comedy career, but yeah. come on though, that wisdom that was from his uh, Stanford speech. I think um, it was just brilliant. And I've just applied that to everything in my life and business. And so when it's about your podcast for a new podcaster, I'm, like, I'm a fairly new podcaster. I've, I've been in the game for a couple of months 
and you know some people get spikes like i've i've been in communities of people who've just started their podcast and they get like 10,000 downloads straight out the gate that is not me i haven't even reached my first thousand yet but right. um but my my it's growing, you know, and you got to realize that yes, the numbers will come as you continue to do it. And so you just be very, very in tune with the reason why you started this podcast. If it's not just about money, not just about the sponsoring and everything like that. Yes. It's a tool for your business. It's a way for you to amplify your voice. But at the end of the day, you, you chose this medium above anything else and it's for a good reason. So just do what you love. And, um, because remember all the other options are still there, but you chose this one. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, speaking of doing what you love, can you tell us where everyone can find more about you and your business and how they can work with you and the name of your podcast? Yes, of course. So you can find all that information over at makeasang.com. Um, so I'm sure, Crystal, you'll put the link in the show notes because my name is not a very common one. Yes. <laughs> and actually, just to supplement everything that we spoke about today, I do have an insider's guide to guesting on podcasts. So it's pretty much most of the things that I've spoken, um, on, uh, spoken about today on the podcast. And it's just more sectioned out into the research phase the actual pitch and actually what to do when you're on the podcast and also when you do sign up for that guide you will also be notified for my group program that is opening up in the next couple of weeks if you do want to go all in for this so I just want to put that heads up but you don't have to worry about where to find that information if you just get the guide you'll find value in that but if you do want to take that next step the opportunity will be there when it comes Oh my gosh, y'all. And I'm so excited. Like just this episode was so value packed. Like I can't even imagine what your program is like, because I mean, I just, I'm still blown away. 101, like a hundred and like, I can't even imagine all the things that you learned, like the tips and the tricks and you wanted someone or someone wanted to hug you for your pitch. So I'm curious, like, I'm like, you're going to have to show me that pitch because I want to know more about this, but oh, yeah, no, I'll show you. Yeah. In the program, I'm going to show like actual breakdowns of my pitches and helping people and helping my students to write theirs. So, um, yeah, so all of that starts off with the insider's guide. If you are interested, if not, then at least I hope that you found this episode helpful with Crystal today. Mm -hmm. And speaking of guesting on, um, podcast, uh, so Crystal, we've got something you know very interesting brewing up behind the scenes <laughs> we have some hush hush things that we are working on that you will have to pay attention to so as the <laughs> this episode is going to air in um it's going to air let me see on the i can't even think of the exact date right now but as it <laughs> airs we're working on a cool collaboration so be checking out social media because we'll be sharing things on there whenever it comes to fruition but you're not getting rid of us anytime soon. Like we, we are going to have so much value to add to you in the next few weeks. And I'm so excited about it, but actually make, Hey, what is the name of your podcast? So people can start listening to all the value that you have to offer there. Oh yes. Oh, sorry. Totally slipped my mind. Um, so my podcast name is the quiet rebels. The quiet rebels. That just yeah. sounds dangerous. Like, <laughs> in a good way. I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> to be honest, um, a quick story time. Um, I was working with a branding photographer and instead of just snapping pictures in a cafe holding coffee with my laptop, um, <laughs> I really wanted to 
have pictures that just told a story and she really dug into mine and just with everything that I've been through in my personal life that have required a lot of courage to climb out some very, very deep and dark holes. Um, you know, courage was the forefront of it all. And I just see myself as a rebel because I am someone who just goes against the status quo or the status quo, however you pronounce it. And the thing is, I don't want to be super abrasive about it because when I think of a rebel, I think of like, a rebellious teenager you know <laughs> but I don't see myself as that person I just think like hmm, well I'm gonna go this way and if you guys want to just try a different way that's against what everyone else thinks just try it and see if it's aligned with you I mean that's the whole idea that you don't have to have the loudest voice in the room in order to be heard so that is the whole purpose of that podcast I love it. You don't have to have the loudest voice in the room to be heard. That's good. That is really good. I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you so much for all the wisdom that you have shared with us today. And I can't wait to work more with you and to share all of the amazing things that you're going to teach us. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Crystal. And this has been like an amazing conversation. I think you're, yeah, I'm going to put you like pretty much at the top of like the best podcast interviews I've had. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! That makes me feel so good because that's out of 101 pitches. Like, yes! That makes yeah. me feel so good. <laughs> yeah, gold medal. Woo! <laughs> yes! Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. Y'all, that interview was so, so good. Oh my gosh. Like, I just cannot get over how much value that Make Hay really brought to the table, especially with guesting on with, with other people, because there's so many things that she mentioned that I honestly had never even thought of. And, you know, I went to business school. I have my marketing degree. I took sales classes. I know all about a really good pitch, but for her to really break it down and say step by step, like do this, don't do that. Like it just, oh man, she's just, she's so awesome. And I have seen this insider's guide that she has for podcasting and it's amazing. So you need to go grab it. And we want to hear all about your pitches. So definitely put a review or share on social media or wherever you want to, but tell us how your pitches go. Like, let's say you download her podcast guide and let's say in the next month you commit to doing 30 pitches in 30 days, right? You're like, okay, I can't do the 101, but maybe I could commit to doing 30 pitches in 30 days because I'm going to do this myself in the month of September. So we're going to do this together. But I want you to do it. And then I want you to tell us how did they go? You know, like, was there something that just really like people commented back and said, wow, like, I can't believe you said that that really resonated with me? Or is there something like, that just kind of fell on dead ears and you're like, okay, you know, maybe I need to try something else. Like what happened once you started pitching other podcasts? Because it's kind of fun and it's really like spinning the roulette wheel as to, you know, what people are going to say and how they're going to react. Like May Kay said, it's really a numbers game. And the more that you put yourself out there, the more that you have the opportunity for people to say yes and they would love to hear your message and hear more about you and your podcast and all the other amazing things that you have going on. So let us know 
And I just, I'm, I'm so looking forward to seeing what comes of everything that May Kay has taught us and all the things that I know she will continue to teach us because I really see having her back on the show in the near future. But that does it for this episode. So if this is your first time tuning in, I'd love for you to subscribe and to hear what other fun things that we're going to be talking about in the coming weeks. Be sure to sign up for the five-day podcast boot camp and check out the other great resources we have in our resource library. And be sure to look at the show notes at crystalprofit.com slash episode 77 so you can grab May Kay's Insider's Guide to Guesting on Podcast. And remember, keep it up. We all have to start somewhere. 